this podcast has naughty words. If you don't like it, fuck ya. Foolish Works presents the Hypothetical Hour. Asterisk. Welcome to Foolish Works presents the Hypothetical Hour, the podcast about the meaning of life, the universe, and everything packaged as a set of pointless hypothetical scenarios. On the panel today, Jake. It'll just have in the notes that fucking lava lamp top. <laughs> Nowhere is safe from the bingoon. Darian. I am not a barramundi. You, you mean I should do what you did and get hit by a car? And Ryan. <laughs> it's perfect. It's kind of part of the show now. You yeah. have to say Ryan that way. Yeah. And Ryan. And Ryan. And Ryan. And Ryan. I'm just on the show here for company. That's. I don't get paid, I'm just here for the company. We're not very good company. (laughs) We're the worst company. I know. I mean, as far as friends go, why are you friends with us? Yeah, that's a good question. Why are my friends with us? (laughs) Yeah, that is a good question. That's that's our topic today. That should be our first question. Why is is Ryan friends with us? Such such Mm. terrible people. We didn't even start our friendship on on very good terms either. No, it was pretty shit, wasn't it, (laughs) G-Banger? And James. We called him James. Yeah, James. He, He did didn't even drive at the time, but we called him James. Yes, James. James. <laughs> Come along, James. Actually, I noticed that there's been a recurring theme in our friendship where both of you seem to be quite obsessed with me wearing various sexual garments, like like the G G, G- banger, and now and then now it's houseless chaps. Houseless chaps. But yeah, uh, I think I can answer the question of our friendship. It's because Ryan is so big. He's so tall and and he's huge. He's a huge person. You know, it's just gravity, isn't it? We got caught in his orbit and couldn't get out. Yeah, we just we're just here. We're hanging about. Yeah, he just tolerates us. We keep coming back. Yeah, we're like a moon, but like an ugly moon. <laughs> Do we have a, a listener response? Yeah. All right. Let me just open up the old. Let me open up the old foolish works inbox here. Uh, oh, yep. Yeah. We've got an answer here from uh, Bruce in Surrey Hills. Bruce writes in answer to the question about hypothetical animal. Uh, he says, my animal is the koala. Bruce, I'm not sure you grasped the question. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a koala is a real thing. And he didn't provide any answers as to why it's the downfall of mankind as we know it either. He just kind of said koala. Was the entire body of the email just koala? No, he said, my animal is the koala. From Bruce in Surrey Hills. Oh. Well, thank you, Bruce. It was a good effort, Bruce. But, uh, try again. Yeah. Second chance draw. <laughs> I hate koalas. They're bloody stupid animals. What do you hate koalas for? They're great they're animals. Like, they're like pandas. Everyone thinks they're cute in that. And we funnel all this money into trying to save them. And they're absolutely picky about what they want to eat. They only live in certain habitats. They're basically a doomed species. They're not doomed. They're pretty shit, though. I mean, the pandas are doomed, but koalas still have, like, a sex drive, unlike the panda. They refuse to help themselves, Jake. I just remembered how pandas... Pandas. How koalas (laughs) feed their babies. Oh, they poop it. It's called a pap. It's it's, it's one letter. They changed one letter from poop. (laughs) (laughs) It's pap. It's not poop. It's pap. When a mother koala comes up to their baby and they say, I'm going to give you a pap smear. Why would you say that? It means breakfast time. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, that's what they do. That's that's normal for them. 
So, uh, the first question for today. We all have tickets to the premiere showing of Star Wars The Force Awakens. We each decide to cosplay as a character from one of the previous films. Which character do you cosplay as? I'm going to beat both of you to say Darth Jar Jar. What? I'm going to be Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard this theory. Absolutely. I like it. It fixes things. Me's are going to cosplay. I have, I have a philosophy with movies. If it's a great movie, you don't just roll out the sequels. Hollywood. Just if you do a good movie, just do it once, go on to your next thing. I I disagree because if we followed that, we'd never have gotten Paul Blart 2. Oh, Paul Blart More Cop 2. Yeah. Best, best movie ever. Yeah, it's a cinema classic. Cinema classic. People in the audience, if you want to know uh, what our favourite movie is, it is Paul Blart More Cop 2. No, don't, don't, let, me, don't let me in with your kind. <laughs> Ryan, we've already discussed this. We're little planets orbiting around you. You can't avoid us. You know, we are all one, really. If you <laughs> think about it, the Rotten Tomatoes entry for Paul Blart <laughs> Two. It's got five percent. <laughs> we really can't put our names to this, can we? <laughs> no, we can't keep up this charade any longer. You, you successfully, you successfully. Drag the remains of what this show is through the mud. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't think our show is very far from the mud think, to begin with. I think the show is actually mostly mud. Mud, mud can mud has its uses. Yeah, you can like uh, if it's got a good good quantity of clay in it, you can turn it into bricks, mud bricks. You can build a brick house, brick house out of mud. I, th- there was a there was a YouTuber. I just watched it for ages. He just builds. It's like primitive technology, I think, and he just uses his hands and rocks and. things. Things and mud and trees and then suddenly there's a house oh i think that's a uh, primitive technology yeah that's yeah. literally what i said but yes it's amazing i just watched the entire thing i spent like an hour or two just watching this guy slowly constructing a house out of nothing it's amazing that does sound amazing without any without any annoying commentary or music yep there's him. no commentary or music it's just footage of this guy in the wilderness chopping down trees and collecting mud and making tools and it's amazing it's highly therapeutic actually like you just sit there for hours on end and just watch him yeah it's relaxing it's interesting it's educational it's it's a new um it's essentially the new whale music whale music therapy I would probably cosplay as the original Jabba the Hutt from New Hope before it was uh remastered I'm about the right shape (laughs) I can't say it. I can't. I can't say any of these things. You'll, I'm glad you said it because I couldn't say it without being a horrible. Mm. What's this? <laughs> You're the right shape. <laughs> yeah, I'm the right shape. I'm the exact right shape. Yeah, you, 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 you squat and wide. Yeah, and I'm really, really hairy. <laughs> I don't know if he was hairy. Yeah, yeah. If you watch, if you watch New Hope, the original Jabba the Hutt was just this fat, hairy guy in like skins. Uh, and stuff. Oh, oh, you mean oh that? Yeah, yeah. I, I would be the the hipster uh, Jab of the Hut. I'm Jab of the Hut before he was fat. Before he was a, a giant horrible worm. I think I'm like the only person who doesn't give a shit about the remasters. <laughs> It just, okay, the problem is it makes it all look awful because okay. a lot of those movies were made with puppetry yeah, yeah, and yeah. really cool camera tricks. Yeah, and the puppetry was really well done. To then just put stuff over the top of yeah, it. Yeah, I, I get I get what you mean. I get, I get what you mean. Don't touch the classics, you know, as I say. Mm. That being said, I quite like, with the prequels, I quite like 2 and 3. I never really cared that much. I rather liked that. I, I did see the original trilogy before. I just think people are upset 
that it had a different sort of feel to it than the original trilogy. The first movie is awful. First movie introduced pod racing. Pod racing's awesome. Yeah, but the narrative structure of the first movie is awful. I think if you're watching Star Wars for narrative structure, you made a poor decision. Mm. I mean, the narrative structure of the original trilogy is fantastic. Yeah, but it's also cliche. I don't like cliches. No, the the first trilogy was the point when Lucas was just in it for the money. You're in it for the money. It's just a cookie cutter movie. You're a cookie cutter movie. You could change what well, you could change. You could change all the Yoda and C-3PO and the pod racing and all that to Transformers, and it'd be exactly the same movie. Don't you dare compare one of the best <laughs> movie franchises of all time to Transformers movies. I, I thought you were going to say to Star Wars. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but I couldn't actually commit to it. Yeah, I think I watched the first Transformers. Transformers movie and I mean I've seen bits of the later ones and all they have done is solidify my decision to never watch the Transformers movies the modern ones the only Transformers that I ever saw as a kid we had these um VCRs with like TV shows that we'd recorded when we were really young that we just watched over and over and there was just this last part of an episode of Transformers, I guess. I don't know if there's a, a Transformers animated series, but... There are many Transformers animated series. I don't even remember what happened. That, it was cool enough, I guess, but I would never really got into Transformers that much. My parents never got me the toys. Oh, hell, that is Actually, I got really into Beast Wars. Beast Wars, yeah. I got heaps into Beast Wars. I remember Beast Wars. That show got very dated. I saw a clip from it the other day. Like, it's the thing with the 90s. Like, you see all this 3D animation. All early 3D gets really dated quickly. Yeah, and <laughs> the amazing, and, the, and the thing is that we thought that was the most amazing thing that we've ever seen in our lives. To be fair, all early 3D in live action films it gets incredibly dated. If you look at Toy Story, which is one of the earliest. 3D animated movies that still holds up but that's also in part due to the uh, you see the same thing in early 3D games if they go for a stylized sort of cartoony style it holds up a lot better mm. than going for photorealism although the Harry Potter movies tended to do quite well with 3D especially towards yeah. the, the end of them Harry Potter was the first time the Harry Potter movie came out 3D was well into its prime yeah it had matured a lot I'm a bit more. disappointed that they didn't go into more puppet style stuff though because i think the jim henson look would have suited harry potter yeah probably i don't know i haven't watched the movies anyway um uh, ryan answer the question yeah answer the fucking question ryan well we just went into a triage about harry potter and all that i thought i'll just let it just let it run its natural course answer the goddamn question i'll get you're not gonna get out of it you're not gonna get it out of me if you're gonna keep on demanding it from me <laughs> i i would without qualification and with no sense of irony i would cosplay as yoda okay oh <laughs> <laughs> I, I see. I see why. Yeah, okay. It's because, yeah, you're, you're enormous. You're, you're giant. It's because he's big. He's, he's, he's very big. It's because he should be cosplaying Chewbacca. Oh, I see what you did there. Yes. A midget I was, you thought. Wrong. You are. <laughs> Next question. Yes. All right. You're a Pokemon gym leader. What's your gym's type? What is your puzzle, if any? And what's your party lineup? Can you read that question again? No, unfortunately. Well, it's to do, it's to do with if you had a Pokemon gym, what would be your Pokemon type? It's, be, it's been read, and once it's been read, it just can't be read again. That's rules. You're a rule. I am. I am a rule. Are you rule 34? I am not. I would probably be a lot more popular if I was. I don't know where we... Actually, to be honest, I don't know where we're getting this question from. Is it 
This, is, this one's just been plucked out of the air, I think. I mean, they're all made up. That's the point, Ryan. That's yeah, but, it's, yeah. but it hasn't been tabled in our agenda. Yes, gentlemen. it is. It's it's right there it? in bold. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I've put it in show notes under questions. Oh, there we are. Okay, it's in a different part of the document. The first part. <laughs> the, first... <laughs> the part where it is the show. The important. Part. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So as not to confuse. Mm. This is an interesting question. Or is it? Um. I'd say, I'd say, I don't know what I'd say, actually, because I haven't played Pokemon in that while. Come back to me later on it. <clears throat> Jake? Well, uh, as far as um, gym type, I've always wanted to be an electric type gym leader. How shocking. That sucks. You suck. What? Why do I suck? I don't know, because electric types suck. Shut up. Oh, oh, look at me. I'm weak against the ground. <laughs> It's still cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have an Electabuzz. Just, just an Electabuzz? Yep. That's just an Electabuzz. Wow, you, that's the worst. Why is that the worst? It's just the worst, man. It's like, guy comes up to you with a sand shrew. What are you going to do? Fuck. I'm fucked. <laughs> you are fucked. <laughs> is your puzzle the puzzle of how you got a gym? <laughs> I, I thought my puzzle would be, you know, a little table puzzles where you have to move the ring around the wire until you got to the other end without making it buzz. So you just get in there, it's just an empty room except for you and your Electabuzz, and you just toss a game of Operation at the guy. <laughs> like, do this! <laughs> I'll just be clear here, Electabuzz isn't my favourite Pokemon, and Electric aren't my favourite type of Pokemon. However, the question was, what's my gym's type? I hate double-type gyms. You're a gym. You're there to help other people get badges to get to the Pokemon League, so they can fight the Elite Four. Well, they're not going to do well fighting the Elite Four if they don't know how to deal with multi-type Pokemon. Multi-type Pokemon suck. You suck. Multiple types suck. That's just blatantly that's, untrue. That's my, that's my opinion. And that's but why, it's true. That's why you'll never be a Pokemon master. <laughs> I'm not saying that I wouldn't use a double type if I'm actually, you know, master. a trainer. But if I'm a gym leader, no. Never be a Pokemon master. Anyway, uh, I'd do a psychic gym because... I've always liked psychic Pokemon. My favourite Pokemon, of course, is Gardevoir, which is a psychic fairy. Fairy was my other choice, but there's not enough fairies. I quite like fairies. I do like the fairy type. I, I was really weirded out by the fairy type, and Gardevoir's changed to a psychic fairy. The fairy type, for me, as a trainer, has helped me like poison-type Pokemon a lot more. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's that's true. Poison was cool, but always very lackluster. But now they actually have a use. Yeah. Like, a proper reason why I need a poison-type move, at least, in my lineup. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, there's a lot of cool choices I could go with for a psychic gym. I'd have a Gardevoir, of course. Probably a, a, a Sigilyph. Maybe a... Maybe maybe throw in a Mr. Mime, just because he's fucking weird. <laughs> Gotta have an Alakazam. In the original, I think in red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal, the first thing I'd try to do in each game would basically be get an Abra. catch an yeah. Abra and then train it up. But that's been superseded in the recent games, but now, I, now what I do is try and catch a Routes. The problem is, though, when I was a kid and I had gold version, I would catch the Abra, I'd train it up to a Kadabra. I didn't have any friends. <laughs> and so I could never trade it to make an Alakazam trade back. Yeah, I got lucky because I had a, an original Game Boy and a Game Boy Color by the time of gold. So I could trade with myself. So your family was rich. Yeah. They, could, they could afford the two Game Boys. Rich. Mm. Middle class. Uh, maybe an Espeon. Throw in some unknown. Maybe I just have a Gardevoir and then four unknowns that just spell out fuck. <laughs> 
Mm. That'd be fantastic. But yeah, anyway, my puzzle, I just, I just pelt. I just freaking pelt any challenges with Rubik's Cubes. I like your answer better. <laughs> my answer was awful. Your answer was way better. <laughs> it has Alakazam, who's a fucking beast, and it has Rubik's Cubes. What do I got? I got a fucking Electabuzz. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're fucked if there's a sand true. Fuck you. Although, Electabuzz looks cool, so I've got that. That's debatable. Your face is debatable. It is. Electabuzz is fucking great. <laughs> it's a fucking great looking Pokemon. Can't say anything against it. It's weak against ground. Fuck you. Um, well, no one's going to like my answer then. I finally come out with something now. Yes. I'm going to go with normal type Pokemon. You're a fucking asshole. Fuck you. That's, that's You're the stupid. worst. You're stupid. You're the worst. Stop You're banned from Pokemon. Leave. <laughs> but my lineup would be Bidoof. Oh, okay. First five, you're, you're first forgiven. First five Pokemon. First five. I... Yeah, you... Yeah, okay. Continue. <laughs> I should have known. It's Ryan. Okay. Yes, but, um... So the lineups for the first five are going to be Bidoof. Okay. Uh, okay. And then the last one's going to be Milk Tank. That's fairy type. It got no, changed, did it? Isn't it? It's a fa- isn't it a fairy type? No, I'm pretty sure it was normal. It was in, um... Oh, it used to be normal. Uh, yeah, it's still normal. Milk Tank's still a normal. Yeah. Okay, it's still normal. Because All right. I was wrong. Because they have bloody Celadon Jim and that bloody Milk Tank. I don't think it was with Celadon. bloody rollout attack. No, it was Goldenrod. Was it? That's right. Celadon. Well, uh, yes, it was close. It was like the biggest. It was Goldenrod, yeah. yes. Yeah, it was the biggest. It was the biggest um, city. I I never had a problem with the mill tank with Whitney's mill tank. Are you fucking with me? No. That's bullshit. Everyone had a problem I with mill tank. I never had a problem with mill tank. It took me. To be fair, I was quite young. It took it took me ten tries. Ten I mean, tries. I, I get it. If if it starts its rollout and shit, that that'll sweep your team. But I never let it get that far. I don't. I, I don't know how I dealt with it, but I just always did. Did you just have a really good electric type Pokemon and just paralyze it really early? If I was paralyzing it or something, I would have done it with a grass type. Oh, fair enough. I'm I'm not very good at the meta game. I'm I'm just I just enjoy playing it. Yep. So Bidoof, lull them into a false sense of security with the Bidoofs, and then bam, bring out the mill tank. I would have. Uh... I wouldn't have gone with the mill tank. I would have gone with the objectively best Pokemon, Dunsparce. Yes. Yes, that is... It's the only choice, yeah, really, absolutely. for a normal type You've got to have a Dunsparce. But have at least one Dunsparce. Yeah. Out of interest, what is a Dunsparce? Because it's it's like a flat slug thing. It's called the land snake Pokemon, but I've never seen a snake that looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> or that has little tiny wings. It just—it's just bizarre. Like I'm thinking, is it—is it based off of Japanese legend or something? Or let's see, hold on, trivia origin. Oh, it is. Oh. It is based on the mythical. Tsuchinoko, the serpentine cryptid of Japan, similar to Bigfoot or the Chupacabra. Hey, I was right. Yep, you are. Uh, apparently, Tsuchinoko oh. are 30 to 80 centimeters long with a large head, large head and poisonous fangs. Its body is thicker than its head and tail. The noises it make resemble squeaks, chirps, and snores. Yep. Oh, so um, actually, Dunsparce did actually appear in Generation 2. Yeah, yeah. I'm going, this is the first time I've ever heard of this Pokemon. I never saw it in gold and silver. It it was in gold. I found it, the first time I found it was in Dark Cave. It was the first Pokemon I saw in Dark Cave. Yeah. Was a Dunsparce. Mm. Um, It was also before I had Flash and I got stuck in there. (laughs) Do you know how there's that little ledge? And I thought that I'd broken the game. (laughs) 
hilarious. Oh, you poor impetuous fool. So I spent two hours fighting Geodudes. Um, <laughs> before I Jake. before I realized I need to walk left. <laughs> Damn it, Jake. Damn it. That's hilarious. All right. Ryan, do you want to read out the next question? Um... You would accept a 30... No, nope. uh, try again. No? Yeah, yep. <laughs> try, <laughs> try saying that again. I'll say that again. Would you accept a $30,000 um, $30, a week job offer where you get paid... Ryan. Ryan, you talk every day. <laughs> it's 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 a thing that people do every day. Why can you not do it? I live by myself, Jake. I've got no one else to talk to. Would you accept a $30,000 a week job offer where you get paid to sit in a pitch black room and do nothing for eight hours a day? Uh, question. Yes. What, what hours? What are the hours like? Is it just one day? It's eight hours a day. Is it eight hours a day every day? <laughs> yes, probably. You know what I would do? I would use that time to sleep. Can you do that? That, just, that seems like cheating. It, you're getting paid to sit in there and do nothing. Sleeping is doing something. Well, I mean, if you're going to go that far, then you can't... You, this job is impossible because everything you do is Of course it is. It's $30,000 a, a week to do nothing. <laughs> Look, t- just forget for a moment the fact that it's an unrealistic job offer. The fact that they're asking you to do nothing. If you're saying that sleeping is doing something, then everything that you do in that room is doing something and thus you will not get the job. Yep, it's pretty much just torture porn. Yep. But yeah, if it's every day for eight hours, then yeah, I'd just fucking sleep. Get paid to sleep. Sure. Why the hell not? Absolutely. Yeah. But if it's not, then it entirely depends on the hours. If it's if I need to do it every day, fuck no. I need to do other things. But it would but it'd get to you after a while though, like um It's thirty thousand dollars a week. Well no, but it's like directing traffic and that. It's like mundane. Because you go, Oh, I've got to sit here and do nothing for eight hours. And I'm guessing you probably if you went and do something, you'd probably get fired. It'd be awful. It'd be awful if you have to do it while awake. It seems like a waste of eight hours to me. Yeah, that's literally what it is, yes, a waste of eight hours. Yeah. Unless it's sleep. Unless it's sleep. I pretty much wouldn't want to do that, to be quite honest. I prefer being busy at work. Also, there's the uh, there's a sense of worth. Like, they're going, oh, they're paying me $30,000. All I'm doing is sitting here not contributing anything, and they're paying me that money. This actually leads into how I feel about being on welfare. People keep saying, oh, people on welfare just want to fucking suck out money from the system and do nothing all day. Do you know what the worst feeling is? It's doing nothing. Doing nothing is one of the worst feelings ever. The people who Mm. complain about people on welfare sucking out money in the system have never tried to live on the payments from welfare. It's just, it it is a soul-sucking experience to be on welfare. Yeah. That's why I've started doing stuff. It's why I started this podcast, because I wanted to actually do something with my life. You wanted to do something with your life and you started this podcast? (laughs) To be fair, I'm not very good at much. Uh, (laughs) Well... I'm supposed to be quite good at acting. Yes, you are. Good at acting. My point is, that's exactly what being on welfare feels like. And if people, you know, think that being on welfare is this fucking bludge, they're just wrong. Sorry, I took that in a very serious place. Yeah. No, that's fine. Sometimes sometimes we need to be a bit serious. No, we don't. What the fuck is yes, wrong with do. you? You disgust me. You can only you can only put up with so much comedy. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
I wouldn't necessarily call this. I wouldn't call this the pinnacle of hilarity. I, I would describe this as we're the Everest of of amusement. The Everest of amusement? Yes, but it, it's the Everest of amusement, but it's Everest from really far away, so it's tiny. It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. All right, Darian, say the thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Shut up, everyone. Shut up. <clears throat> Each week, we describe a terrible superpower and try to come up with a way to make it useful. This week, you sweat custard. Oh my god, it's here. It's finally here. The day has arrived. The day where you sweat custard. Oh my god, I wrote this at like four in the morning, like two months ago. <laughs> and I don't know what I was thinking, but oh my god, past me, you're a fucking monster. <laughs> you're a monster. How could you make this useful? Well... I don't understand. Taking it for the... Uh, I think it's quite obvious how I'd make it useful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. It's the most delicious superpower. I mean, how would you make it... You, you sweat custard, I guess I would kind of just hang myself. No, <laughs> I don't mean kill myself. Um... <laughs> I mean, like, well. I would put myself on a harness and hang from a, a ceiling and drip into a vat so I could, you know, pasteurize it and yeah, exactly. it's, you, put you it in bottles have, and label it and so I could sell it. You'd start your own custard company. You'd have Jake's Old Fashioned Custard where you'd have a, just a, a, a heated room where you'd, like, uh, you know, go jogging or something. Yeah, less being on a harness and more... You know, jogging and being on exercise machines and having collection troughs. Yeah, exactly. And you, just, you know, on the floor, you just sweat it out, you just sweat it all out, and then you go home to your highly air conditioned home. <laughs> yes, because that you don't you do not want that shit in your private home. No, sir. No, not whatsoever. It'd be even it'd be quite difficult to have a warm shower because sometimes you sweat in the shower as you well. You would not have a warm shower, sir. No, it'd be cold showers for life. This is the worst superpower to ever have. This is why, I guess this is why it's a terrible superpower. Yes. Oh my god. It's, uh, I would really call it a superpower even. It's more of a curse. <laughs> Alright, which one of you insulted the old gypsy woman? Well, obviously the one who sweats custard. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like, you would always have a food source. Yeah, but you'd probably get diabetes. <laughs> I mean, would you get diabetes, or would... It's a good question. It'd be kind of, like, cannibalistic. Uh, like, if, if a person eats their own Ew. arm, for example, they've expended more energy Ew. to get the arm off and to eat it than they have actually gotten the energy from the arm. So, Ew. if you're eating your own custard, if you're eating your own sweat custard, <laughs> then... I guess it's getting be, grosser it, by the second. It'd be kind of the same. <laughs> I know, and it's awful, and I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry, but I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry. You know, I, I do something like the mafia in The Simpsons. You know that episode in The Simpsons where Homer goes around the back to um, cafeteria milk processing. Oh, uh, and they're, they're milking the rats. And, and they're milking the rats. Yeah, <laughs> I'd do something like that. Open up my own custard store, and I'd sit in the back room. Cold. <laughs> In a cold store, just sweating out frozen custard. It, freshly made custard. You just, you know, yeah. people would come up, order, you'd say, hold on a second, go into the back room, do some push-ups. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's me standing up with my armpits above with two people with giant buckets. It, yours is basically <laughs> the same, but a little bit more honest, because you're not yeah. being, you're not trying to hide it. It's just... No, I am trying to hide it. I'm putting myself in the back room where no one can see. 
Well, yeah, but yours is a little more black market than people are used to. He's going going for the customer service angle. He's watching I I was just going for mass production. He's watching them personally eat his sweat custard. Well, actually, actually, with the sweating custard power, would it be like um, if you you ate, for instance, strawberry, you'd sweat strawberry custard? That's a good question. I'm going to say no, because that would be too useful. Oh, because I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to have a plate of different foods, like chocolate and strawberry. No, no, no. You can always just add to the custard later. Yeah, like we could do that. It's vanilla or nothing, I'm afraid. Mm. On the topic of mafia, another thing you could do is go around in your Mr. Freeze refrigerated suit that you, of course, have. Yes. Walk into stores and other places and say it's a nice place you have here. It'd be a pity if someone got custard on it. (laughs) (laughs) Strong arm by custard. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that'd be awful if the police come by and they see the custard on the t- on the counter and they're like, we know you've been talking to the mob. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> oh dear. It'd be funny if there was a gangster called the Candyman. <laughs> well, I was just about to say, his, your nickname would be like Eggy Jim or something. <laughs> custard Bob. Eggy Earl. Custard Chris. <laughs> custard Tony. <laughs> Oh uh, God! I can I can see just the Godfather now. I can just see the Godfather in his area. He's like, we need to get in custard Tony. Oh my God, no! You just mentioned <laughs> the Godfather. I just imagine waking up and pulling off the sheets to find a custard-covered horse's head. <laughs> <laughs> He'll send them a delicious offer they can't refuse. Actually, I just I just realised hot nights would be the worst because you would <laughs> yes. you would wake up and your bed would be covered in in dry custard with. Which is why your house is heavily air-conditioned at all times. Oh, but you, you wouldn't want to wear covers. No. Even in winter, you wouldn't want to wear covers no, just in case you got a little bit too warm. You'd keep it all at a nice temperature. Oh. Not too cold. Not too <laughs> oh, hot. God. You'd have... Uh, we thought we've got to have refrigerated bed somehow. Oh, <laughs> we God. thought this was going to be an excellent question, but it's turned out to be the worst question we've ever had in the history of the show. It's not the worst question. It's not about that. It's about sending a message. <laughs> <laughs> what message? That message is that you sweat custard. Yes. <laughs> you found out my terrible secret. Why do you think there's always fresh custard in the fridge when you come over? <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. Oh my God. No, really, this is just to satisfy Jake's debilitating uh, addiction to milk-based products. Hey, hey, I resemble that remark. (laughs) So, how will we use it to inconvenience my neighbour? Well, I mean, that's obvious. We just put you you on your neighbour's couch. Yeah, just sit on the couch, just roll around in their bed, or just uh, go and get their mail on a hot day, that sort of thing. Messing with mail, though, that's that's illegal, isn't it? No, you just go, you get their mail, you know. Take it up to their door. Howdy, neighbor. Just thought I'd pick up your mail for you. Yeah, nothing. Nothing is worse than smelling. Uh, smelling hot custard. You'd have to be really, really hot for your hands to be that custody. You'd wait outside for a while. Right. Okay. <laughs> we, we live. We live in a very hot <laughs> country. Rub, rub your hands together a bit. Get it as custody as possible. Oh my god! If my neighbor had a pool, could you imagine? Oh my god! You'd ruin it. You would ruin it. I would. It's not the fun in the world. Either that, 
But some but some people do fantasise about having custard-filled pools. Well, it wouldn't be custard-filled. It'd just be chlorinated water that's suddenly gone murky. <laughs> yeah, like oh, really okay. awfully murky, and it starts smelling after a while. Okay, sorry, I thought, I thought you meant pure custard. No. Pool, but... it, I mean, if you had pure custard in a pool, the problem is you can't swim in custard. I, I don't think it's... Yeah... That's a good point. John Tickle walks on custard. People are actually walking on custard. I, I think it depends on how much stuff... Well, the consistency of the custard, because if it's a non-Newtonian fluid, then sure, you can walk on it. Well, I mean, custard can be set. Like, you can make custard that sets. Um, That's what you make trifle out of. There's lots of different kinds of custard. But I, when I think of custard, I think you go to the store, you buy a carton of custard, that's what you're sweating. Yeah, absolutely. Who remembers the Teletubbies on the subject of custard? What? I remember the Teletubbies. But I don't remember what custard has to do with it. Did yeah, they do that, that was yeah, that was their staple food. Custard. Nah, I think I vaguely remember something about it. They they would have had a horrible death actually the Teletubbies because all they had was custard. They had televisions in their stomachs, and this was in the time before LCD TVs. This would have been a cathode ray tube television in this. <laughs> oh, you don't want a, you don't want one of those in your body. They would have got radiation poisoning from that. I don't think that. that I don't bad. think that's the major issue with the Teletubbies. Actually, they had a lot of really bad speech issues. They couldn't talk properly. No. I mean, what what were their parents thinking? Well, they're, they're an alien species, Jake. Well, they had a baby for a son. That would be terrifying to wake up in the morning, open up your blinds and see this giant baby face looking into your window. <laughs> and they had a robot vacuum before Roombas were a thing. Yeah. That that is cool. Mm. But the thing is, Ryan, when you say, oh, they're an alien species, but the megaphones that told them to wake up and go to sleep spoke in English. Time for Tubby bye-bye. Time for Tubby bye-bye. Oh my god, they did, they they basically lived in a prison. Yeah. They would, yeah, oh they my did. god, it was basically the Truman Show, but no, with Teletubbies. Was, no, it wasn't the Truman Show, it was an authoritarian regime. Yes, oh my god, oh my god. Because those, those megaphones were everywhere. Okay, I'm going to propose here and now, any politicians listening, free the Teletubbies. <laughs> we demand that you free the Teletubbies immediately. The Teletubbies, oh my god, it's like, I need, I need a version of like 1984 but with Teletubbies <laughs> actually there most probably is a theory out there because the Teletubbies lived in a bunker it's, it's yeah, essentially exactly. essentially the Teletubbies are living in a post-apocalyptic authoritarian regime Wait, are you saying that Teletubbies is like a version of Fallout oh it could be a vault couldn't it could yeah, be one yeah. of the vaults yeah because um, it's, it's a bunker underneath a hill a, a blight a very a very albeit Albay. Yeah, no, sorry. It's Albay, right? Skeletal. <laughs> oh, it's been a very, a very fun show today. Yep. If you have anything else to say, say it now. The safe word is custard. Oh, God, no. Santa Claus is coming to town. Thank you for joining us here on Foolish Works Presents The Hypothetical Hour. If you have any hypotheticals you would like to discuss, or if you want to answer one of the questions mentioned in today's episode, you can email us here at hypotheticalhour at foolishworks.com, and if you want to continue listening to three guys discussing nothing of any particular consequence, head on over to foolishworks.com and subscribe. I'm being chased by a prancing wildebeest. Ryan! <laughs> and it's, it is it is Darian's thing. Ryan, that's my job! You, you job-stealing son of a bitch!